Welcome back to the OU Shnaim Mikra series. Today we begin our study of Pasha Pekudei. This is Menachem Mitag. In our Aliyah today, we're going to discuss the accounting of all the materials that were donated for the construction of the Mishkan. Perak Lamedchet, Pasach of Aleph, chapter 38 in the book of Shemot, verse 21. Ele Mishkan, Mishkan Heidut. This is the accounting of the materials that were donated for the Mishkan. Mishkan Heidut. Heidut Mosrechli is referring to the Luchot Eidut, which is at the center and in the Ark of the Covenant were the Luchot Eidut. Rashi says that Eidut also relates to the testimony that God was willing to bring back Heshchina even though Am Yisrael sinned with the golden calf. In other words, it's not only testimony to the first covenant at Har Sinai, the Luchot Abrit of the first covenant that Am Yisrael made at Har Sinai, but it's also a testimony to the fact that God forgave us for the sin of the golden calf and re-establish his covenant with the second Luchot as well. This accounting was done, Ashir Pukad Api Moshe, the accounting was done under the authority of Moshe Rabbeinu. Avodat Halvim, the actual work though, was done by the Levites. Biyad Itamar ben Aaron HaKohen, Itamar, one of the sons of Aaron the Kohen, he was the one in charge of the Levim, who were in charge of taking this accounting of all these donations. In chapter 4 in Sefer Bamidbar, in Perak Dalet, when we describe all the different jobs that the Levites did, the three families, it's very easy to remember what each of the three families of Levi did. B'nai Kahat, they were in charge of carrying all the vessels. They carried the Aron, the Shulchan, the Menorah, basically anything that had poles and needed to be carried. That was the job of the house of Kahat. Because they carried everything on their shoulders, they did not need any wagons. Then we have the house of Gershon, they were in charge of all the material, the blanket cover, the mishkan, the riot, and all the kalema, the chatzer, all the curtains for the courtyard. Therefore, they needed two wagons. And Bnei Mrari, they were in charge of all the heavy items. They were in charge of the krashim, the beams of the mishkan, and the amudei hachatzer, the poles of the chatzer. Therefore, they needed four wagons. Some commentators say that they even carried the kior on one of the wagons because we never find out about how it was carried and it did not have any poles. We'll discuss the cure later in today's Aliyah. But we're also told in that parsha that the work of Kahat was under the control of Elazar ben Aron HaKohen, where the work of Gershon and Mari, the Kohen in charge of those two families, was Itamar. So we see from Sefer Bamidbar that we have a division of responsibility between Elazar and Itamar, the two remaining sons of Aron, of who was in charge of the different families of the Levim. Here we see that Itamar, who was in charge of Gershon and Mari, in transporting the Mishkan with the wagons, he was also in charge of the accounting of all the donations that came in for the Mishkan. So that's who collected all the donations, who used all these materials, Pasachabet, the person who was in charge of the construction, who took these materials for the building project, that was Batsalel ben Uri ben Chor from the tribe of Yehuda. He did exactly as God commanded. Again, as the commentators point out, but Salah didn't do everything, but because he had the ability, to also to teach and to instruct, he was like the Rebbe for all the people in working on the construction project. The Torah attributes the entire building to Betzalel himself, and of course to his assistant, also an expert artisan in carving and design, and also an embroiderer of all the different types of material. 
all this work was attributed to the people in charge, B'Tzalel and Oliav. We need to know because we're going to make this accounting, and if something is missing, these are the two people in charge. Pasach Avdalet, verse 24, All the gold that was needed for this work, for this sacred job, all the gold that was donated, that was lifted up for this donation, the total was 29 talents, 29 kikar of gold, and with the remainder of 730 shekel. Why is the remainder in shekel? Let's give a little background of how metals were measured in the time of Chumash. The smallest weight was a gera, which is about a half a gram or one-fiftieth of an ounce. 20 gera was equal to a shekel, which is about 11 or 12 grams, or a little less than half of an ounce. And 3,000 shekel made a kikar. Therefore, every kikar of gold weighed a little over a thousand ounces. And hence, in modern day value, with an ounce of gold a little over a thousand dollars, a talent of gold today would be worth a little over a million dollars. So they collected a little over 29 kikar of gold, and therefore, the gold was worth some 30 or 40 million dollars. That was the gold which came from donations. Now we're going to go to the silver. The silver was not collected by donations, but rather, every male from the age 20 and up, was commanded to give a half a shekel. You cannot give more, you cannot give less. Because the total census of the nation, as we see in the beginning of Sefer Bamidbar, was 603,550. If those 603,550 men each gave a half a shekel, the total will come out to 301,775. And sure enough, that's what we find in Pasach The Chesef Kikar the total amount of silver from counting the nation was a hundred kikar. A hundred kikar is 300,000 shekel. Recall, 3,000 shekel make one kikar. So we have a hundred kikar. That's our 300,000. With remainder of 1,775 shekel. How do we get to that total? Pasach explains. Beka logogolet. A beka is a half of a shekel. So a beka for every person. Machsita shekel b'shekel akodesh. L'chol ha'uver alapkudim. Anyone who is counted. Miben asim shana v'amala. The sheshmot elef v'shosht alafim v'chameshmot v'chamishim. Everyone who is counted in the census of the 603,550 men. Everyone who gave the half shekel. That's how we got to this amount of silver. What did we do with all this silver? Recall that there were only two parts of the Mishkan that required silver. The sockets, the adanim, that held up the beams, the krashim of the Mishkan, those were all made out of silver. And also, in the chatzer of the Mishkan, on the courtyard, the very tops of the poles of the amudim, those were all coated with silver. And all the hooks, the vavim, were also made out of silver, which formed the silver crown around the top of the, the chatzer. So let's see now how Chumash explains this. Pasach of Zion, verse 27. Ma'at kikara kesef, this a hundred talents of silver, let et adnea kodesh, that silver was melted down and used to cast the a hundred sockets for the mishkan, that adnea prochet, and also the sockets to hold up the four beams, the four krashim that held up the prochet inside the mishkan. Mat adanim lemat hakikar, kikar la adan. A hundred adanim were forged with this silver 
one kikar weight of silver for every socket for the Mishkan. Again, how do we get to a hundred? There are 20 krashim on the north and the south, eight krashim on the western wall. That's 48 krashim altogether. Every karish needs two adanim, two sockets. That's 96. And we needed four more sockets to hold the four krashim that hold up the prochet. That gives us the total of 100. What do we do with the leftover 1,775 shekel? What do we do with that silver? That silver was used to make the hooks, to connect the curtains, and also to coat the top of those poles with silver. The amount of copper that was donated was 70 talents, and 2,400 remainder. What did they do with all this copper? Recall that copper was the metal used in the courtyard of the Mishkan. We needed sockets to hold all the poles of the Chatzar. And we also needed copper to make the Mizbeach, to make the Mizbeach HaOla. And also for the Mishbar Nechoshet that was around the Mizbeach. Why the cure is it mentioned here is an interesting discussion among the commentators. Some commentators suggest that the reason it's not mentioned was because the copper that was used to make the cure was from the mirrors for the Marot HaTzavot. That was a special donation by the women for the mirrors, as we mentioned in the Rashi when we studied Parshat Vayakel. We also use this copper for the sockets of the courtyard. And also all the pegs that held the cords that kept the poles and the beams upright, all those were made out of that same copper. We end the Aliyah with the first Pasuk in chapter 39. From all the materials, the different types of wool and linen that were collected in this donation, they used those materials to make the special covers that were used to cover all the vessels of the Mishkan when they traveled. The details of these big day thread we're going to find also in Parsha Bamidbar, especially in chapter 4, which describes how the Levim carried the Mishkan. And in addition to that, they also made the eight priestly garments for the high priest for Aaron and also four garments of the Kohen Hediot, they made all of those garments, Kashir Tziva Adonait Moshe, just as God had commanded Moshe, that phrase will repeat itself numerous times in Parshat Kudei, as everything that was made in the Mishkan will be exactly as God had commanded. This concludes the first Aliyah. In the next Aliyah, we'll talk more in detail about the specific garments that were made.